The natural state of man is a competitive state of man. And men have always been competing with each other. Even now, right now, we compete with each other. I don't buy Ferraris to drive fast. I do sometimes, but if I'm in London traffic, it's no. not to go quick. No. It's to show everyone else. I'm Richard and them. That's what it is. It's a never-ending competition. I don't wear a big diamond Patek with fucking half a million dollars to tell the time. I tell the time on my phone. <laughs> I do it because I'm loaded. And this is the uh, this is actually it's interesting about the world because the world's changed. Men used to go to war and fight each other in physical mm. combat, and now we don't because we're more civilized in some in some regards. That's violence is still the bottom line of society, but we try and avoid it. Men are constantly doing combat by showing each other how we can move world with money. We're we're constantly in combat because of our status. 99% of what men do is for status. We want to be in good shape for status. We want the fast car for status. We want the nice house for status. We want the diamond watch. We want the hot girl. This is all for our status. Look at me. I'm the big dog. Mm. This is how we compete with each other. If you're going to be a dude who pretends that's not true or be a dude who doesn't want to compete, your life's going to fucking suck. You have all the Andrew Tate motivational episodes in Spotify and much more episodes coming. There's no light without dark. Check it out. And there's no Link joy in the without description pain. of the episode. You can't have a rainbow without a little rain. Exactly. And no matter how hard you chase pleasure and happiness, there's going to be dips and troughs in between. There's going to be come downs and downtrends. And you're going to have the juxtaposition between that time you were laughing your head off and acting giddish like a child and the time that you feel depressed as such. And I think it's much better to just adopt a very disciplined, stoic mindset. I'm always the same base level of happy regardless. If I lost all of my money today, I would be the same happy. If my net worth quadrupled, I'd be the same happiness. Yeah. As long as I am alive, which is a struggle, unfortunately, in the current climate. But as long as I'm alive and the people I, I care about and love are alive. And as long as I get, as long as God gives me the honor of doing my duties and providing for the people I care about. As long as I get to wake up and know that there's a whole bunch of people in the world who need me. And I get to work hard to please them and do good for society and good for the world. Yeah. Then then I'm, I'm a vessel of God and I'm happy I'm happy enough to survive. That's, that's all I look at it as. I don't ever consider how do I feel. That doesn't cross my mind. I have things to do. <laughs> I have things to do. You're too busy to think about it. I'm too busy. I'm, I have things to do every single day. I have very important things to do and how I feel really is not going to affect how I complete those tasks. Right. And I, I, when I speak to men, they say I'm unhappy or I need to be happier. I think that's absolutely the wrong frame of life. You're a man. You have duty. You have honor. You have things you should be doing regardless of how you feel. And the people who are perma-obsessed with happiness or sadness, I just think it's the wrong paradigm to view the, the lens of life. I yeah. think you should get up and do what needs to be done. We talked about this start with an attack on masculinity. I think the reason there's such a large men's mental health crisis is because of the attack on masculinity. When you tell people with an innate desire to be masculine, whether it's God-given, whatever, like you said, they have innate desires. We're all born with innate desires. God has told us some things are just wrong and some things are just right. And you have an innate desire to act a certain way. And then society is telling you that if you act that way or if you have those desires in any way, you are a bad person. That's where the men's mental health comes from. That's where all these men are sad and depressed. It's because they're like, you know what? I'm not supposed to want to just get big, get strong, get important, get a hot girl, get a nice car. I'm not supposed to want that. I'm supposed to want this. This is garbage. And they sit in this middle area. The happiest people I know are people who are unapologetic. I'm just saying, yeah, this is what I want. This is what I do. How I feel has absolutely zero bearing on how I live my life. I'll do the exact same tasks with the exact same vigor, whether I'm happy or sad, I still want to win. Think of every bad decision you've ever made and see the emotion involved. Your mind must be stronger than your feelings. The point is this, if you truly want to win, you can't only want to win when you're happy and you can't only want to win when you're motivated because you're competing against people like me who want to win all of the time. 
And unfortunately, it's player versus player. Every single girl that you want, every single dollar that you want, I also want. You're competing against men like me who will perform even when it's raining, not only when the sun is shining. And if you're gonna be the kind of person who can only do it in one of those scenarios, you are going to lose. You must be prepared to perform all of the time. I have a lot of people who message me and say, oh, I struggle with motivation. And my answer is simple, then stay a loser. If you can't find the motivation to not be a loser, then I strongly recommend you just stay a loser, stay in your lane and stay out of my way. Yeah. I have no time for people who cannot find the motivation to fix themselves and fix their own lives. I've been the kind of person who will perform seven days a week. Doesn't matter how I feel, doesn't matter what's happened, doesn't matter if I'm happy or sad, things must be done. And this is the mindset you need to adopt if you want to be a winner. Absolutely everything that happens in your life, whether it's good or bad, is completely your fault. Not enough people take responsibility for their lives completely. So if you're watching this, I want you to very seriously do this. This is a serious exercise. Take responsibility for your life. I want you to get a pen and a paper and write down everything good in your life, everything you're grateful for and thankful for, and everything bad that's happening to you in your life. Perhaps you have a job you don't get paid enough. Perhaps somebody, your job doesn't like you and is being horrible to you and is preventing you from getting promotion. Perhaps your girlfriend doesn't listen to you. You have a bad relationship. Everything in your life is completely your fault. Please understand as a man, the key to being successful is for is building a formidable mindset that makes you ultra and hyper competitive in a very competitive environment. Now competence and the ability to perceive the world as it really is perspicacious and understanding the truth of the universe is certainly a key element in terms of becoming a feared opponent and understanding the world and being competitive. However, there are certain scenarios or certain times in which you don't have to be concerned with being right or wrong. You must be concerned only with being as competitive as possible. This is the idea I try and teach people inside the matrix when I say, I do not believe depression is real. And they try and convince me it's real. I don't care what science you come up with convincing me it's real. Because if I believe in depression, I am more likely to become depressed. If I don't believe in it, it cannot affect me. I cannot become depressed if I do not believe in depression. So by extension, my mind is more competitive. I'm a more fear opponent. I'm more dangerous if I don't believe in depression. That's why I've created my mindset to be as competitive as possible. You must understand that com competitiveness as a whole is the baseline for masculine experience. Every dollar you want is wanted by every me other men. Every female you want is wanted by other men. You are competing against other men your entire life. Even when you walk into a room, instantly you're measured and sized up and down and you are competing. So for this reason, you must understand that you must build a mind that allows you to compete day after day at the highest possible echelons and be successful. Build a competitive mind. Now, to do that, you must self-analyze. Everything in your life is your fault. By accepting everything in your life is your fault, it makes you more competitive. If you believe that things just happen to you or that bad luck just comes and you can't affect it, you're not as competitive as someone like me who believes that everything is my fault. If it rains tomorrow, I am responsible for the rain. Do you understand? You may think I'm crazy, but I'm not, because I could have looked at the weather forecast and flown to another country to avoid the rain. There is always something I could have done. I could have packed an umbrella. I could have planned to go driving on another day when it's not raining. Everything is my fault all the time. I have absolutely not self-responsibility and accountability, which allows me to become as effective as possible when I'm facing my problems. When the enemy, when the problems appear, my Aikido is max level 1000, because I am self-analyzing permanently. Everything I do is self-analysis. I get asked all the time, what do you feel? Or what about happiness or depression? That doesn't even, how I feel doesn't cross my mind. I don't know how else to explain it. There are days where I'm pissed off. 
or sad or happy, it doesn't cross my mind. It's just like, I woke up, whatever mood I happen to be in, I have things I need to do. It's a busy day. Zuby's here soon. I need to go training before he gets here. I had a meeting with the bank at 7.15 a.m. I have shit to do. Like, I didn't cross my mind if I was happy, sad, excited. I just had to work. So I, I, I think my mental model to a degree, I'm certainly not a person who doesn't feel emotions because we're all human. I certainly do. But I've, ne I've never prioritized them in any regard. I haven't built a mental model that affects, I haven't put them in, in the middle of my mental model and then affected my actions based on how I feel for each one. It's absolutely and completely the opposite. I would love to do a podcast on a day where I'm particularly sad and a podcast on a day when I'm particularly happy. And I guarantee you, you wouldn't be able to tell the fucking difference. So <laughs> that's what allows me to be competitive, right? Because if you're competitive, if you want to be the most competitive predator on the planet, you have to be able to hunt in the day and the night. You have to be able to do both. You have to be able to perform when you're happy and sad. You can't, you can't only be able to perform when you're happy. You can't only go to the gym when you're motivated. You can't only be a competent person when your life's going well, because when your life's not going well, you're no longer competent. Then you're gonna to lose to people like me. And it's player versus player. If you're the kind of person who can only do well when you're happy and you're competing against someone like me who can do well all the fucking time, guess what? You lose. So my mental model, the answer is most of my opinions are just based around constructing a mental model that allows me to be brutally competitive. You have all the Andrew Tate motivational episodes in Spotify and much more episodes coming out. Go and check it out. Link in the description of the episode.